The study of the U.S. institutes is sponsored by U.S. Department of State with funding provided by U.S. government and supported in its implementation by the Institute of Training and Development. Hello everyone, welcome to this podcast on supporting rural women agriculturists and making them economically empowered, a comparative study. This is a group of four scholars, namely Askadon from Eritrea, Rashri from India, Jan from Slovakia and me, Azucena from Mexico. As we know, agriculture is a key sector of any economy and economic development cannot be reached out without sustainable agriculture. As economics says, sustainability is backed by the optimum utilization of human resources for the production system. So, in this podcast, we are going to talk about the role of women in agriculture in reality, comparing different countries. This will give us an insight into the contribution of the government in making rural women agriculturists economically empowered. We hope you find this information helpful. First, we would like to highlight the questions in which we focus today's discussion. We start with the right of women to work, but not only to work, but to be paid for that job and to be paid as equal as men. Secondly, about the enabling environment for rural women working in agriculture, comparing practices of that selected countries. Finally, we are going to deepen the conversation with some proposals to help rise the empowerment among women agriculturists, which would lead to an equitable society. Initially, it's important to understand what is the meaning of agriculture which is a science, art, or practice of cultivating soil and producing crops. As per World Bank, agriculture is crucial to economic growth, accounting for 4% of the global gross domestic product GDP, and in some least developing countries, it can account for more than 25% of GDP. The contribution of women, as well as men, is a concern for agricultural growth. Women are not equally accepted as farmers in agriculture in some countries. Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, FAO, says women make up for 3% of the global agricultural labor force, but are with gender wage gaps, so the majority of the workforce is coming from women but they are disadvantaged in terms of wages. Frequently, women are working at home and simultaneously as unpaid or low-paid workers in the field, evidencing to double and trip burden theory for women. They do not have access to land or ownership of land is limited. As per International Fund for Agricultural Development, IFAD, globally, women represent only 50% of all landholders. Women have limited success, access to the legal system, which makes their conditions legally challenging, whereas inequality in market access and less participation in local farmer organizations makes them financially weak. Promotion and development of women agripreneurship will give positive economic effects on the individuals, homes, and communities of the women.
Looking at the key questions, the podcast focuses on four countries, namely Eritrea, India, Mexico and Slovakia, representing four continents of the world. The examined problems have different intensity in these countries, depending on the factors determining the situation of women. These are mainly the contribution of women to the agricultural economy, the education level of women, as well as severity of poverty in the region. All these circumstances are significantly different in four mentioned countries. The share of agricultural land varies from more than 62% in Eritrea to less than 40% in Slovakia. Concerning the fact the share of females employed in agriculture is around 60% in both Eritrea and India, less than 4% in Mexico and only around 1% in Slovakia. The share of rural population is highest in India and lowest in Mexico. These figures indicate significant differences among countries in the share of agriculture in the economy, as well as the role of women in it. The problem is of course more complex. It's affected by education and poverty. In this sense, there are again huge differences between countries. On one hand, literacy rate of women is high in Mexico and even higher in Slovakia, where almost all women can read and write. On the other hand, the problem is significant in India and Eritrea, where the literacy rates of women significantly lack the men and are only at the level below 70%. This problem keeps women only in unpaid household work, which often contains agricultural activities. The female labor participation rate is lowest in India where 25% of women are in paid jobs, followed by Mexico with more than 48%. Hence, a predominance of women in unpaid work and agricultural activities often keeps women out of the labor market or at least limits them from obtaining better paid jobs. This fact results in feminization of poverty and unequal income distribution between men and women. This can be one of many reasons for women's poverty in some countries. In our case, the poverty gap at $3.65 a day is almost 12% in India and only 0.1% in Slovakia. general data shows significant improvement in reducing poverty in observed countries due to their enabling environment and policies being created let's start with eritrea we have observed that for 30 years the national union of eritrean women has worked to propel social transformation in eritrea and build a national environment conducive to the full participation of women in all aspects of Eritrean social, political and economic life. According to the Government of Eritrea's Proclamation Number no. 58 of 1994, the land is the only owned by the government and the citizens have the user's right, both for farming and housing. By law and tradition, land is appropriated to the head of the household, but because of patriarchal norms, the head of the household is the male. Coming to India, it has been seen some specific interventions like Mahila Kisan Shashaktikaran Pariyojana MKSP, which is a women farmers empowerment project 
It has been introduced by the Department of Rural Development under the Ministry of Rural Development and implemented through the State Rural Livelihood Mission for giving agricultural support to women farmers. Also, the Ministry of Agriculture and Farmer Welfare mandates the state and other implementing agency to incur at least 30% expenditure on women farmers in every intervention. For skill training courses in agriculture and allied areas of minimum 200 hours duration are also been conducted for farmers including women farmers through national training institutes state agricultural management and extension training krishi vigyan kendra and state agricultural universities across the country finally India has national mission on sustainable agriculture supporting women agriculturists. If we share about Mexico in 2020, the government of Mexico created the national program for equality of men and women to coordinate the activities to procure women's rights and welfare. More than 2 decades ago, the Institute for Women was founded to create a fair democratic and equal society that is why it has depicted the national policy about equality in women and men but the reality demands even more according to official data inequalities depend also on location and ethnicity only 34.2% of rural women are part of the formal job and within that just 25.6% are indigenous sexism is another element to consider in mexico in commons women only own 25% of the land and have representation only in 18.5% in the legislature finally in slovakia there is no specific policy dedicated to females in agriculture the policies related to supporting small farmers do not differ by gender however policies include financial support for young farmers in the form of non refundable financial contribution of 15000 euro to 50000 euro for those who manage their farm for less than 2 years beside this there is another rather administratively undemanding support from the eu in the form of fixed lump sum from 500 euro to 1250 euro however female excessive unpaid work in general in slovak households remains a problem the first issue related to the policy to reduce this problem is measuring the level of unpaid work in household female respondent spends 5 hours and 25 minutes which is more than the global average this problem in slovakia can be alleviated by supporting the availability of child care services which are currently significantly undersized in slovakia as well as policies on maternity leave in recent years male paternal leave is becoming popular because of better policy settings Finally, we want to add that patriarchal ideologies have strong influences on tradition and culture. The path to equality not only requires significant participation 
of society, but also a different mindset in the population that involves changing a culture. It is also crucial to have research evidence for better policy make planning through the analysis of sex and age disaggregated data we wish help in constructing gender action plans. It is also important to maintain equal access for female and male farmers to productive resources and services. That means shift public spending patronage for productivity programs that support women's empowerment. Government should support labor-saving technologies and practices to reduce women's workloads in agriculture, strengthening the technical and entrepreneurial skills of women to improve their engagement in value chains to enhance the capacity of public institutions and service providers operating in selected value chains to provide gender-sensitive services. And finally, it is important to mention that every country has its specific circumstances and problems related to women in agriculture, and it's challenging to apply to fit for all approaches. So we think this podcast will help you listeners in gaining knowledge about the contribution of women agriculturists to sustain economies. Thank you.